Facebook friends another evening. I'm just about where I want to be in terms of time. Let's see. Well, actually, a little later than I anticipated. But here we are. This is where we're heading. A fact of life is something you cannot control or fix. And a problem is something that you can fix. That's where we're heading today. We're talking about emotionally strong people do not waste their energy on things they cannot control. Emotionally strong people do not waste their energy on things they cannot control. Again, we are in the book, digging in some good ideas out of No Limits by John C. Maxwell. John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. My name is Bray Bell Dodd, and I'm an influencer coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida. And I am just loving the studies that we've been able to go through because it's just so much rich material. You know, we talked about Nelson Mandela in the past, and this kind of like brings back into play again uh, one of the things that he talks about. Um, he says, strong people do not waste energy on things they cannot control. And the lessons that were learned from Nelson Mandela, which I think are powerful, is that our surroundings need not control our spirit. Remember, we're complex beings. We're physical beings gifted with an intellect. Uh, we're spiritual beings, excuse me, gifted with an intellect. And we live in a physical body. So the spirit, our surroundings need not control our spirit. And we're going to get deeper into that near the end. The things that we can control that no one else can take from us. People who devalue us do not determine our value. And you see it all the time. People who try to berate or belittle. Um, and uh, you can't take that to heart because it has nothing to do with you. It probably has more to do with them. <laughs> Dreams can be birthed during the daily grind. And that's it. One of the things Paul Martinelli, one of my mentors, always talks about, that we are fully resourced right in the very situation that we live in right now, right today, the very circumstances that we sometimes think that we're trapped in are the exact same circumstances and conditions that we need to project ourselves to the next level. And when we begin to fully understand it, like that lady I talked about, who's stuck at $2,500 a month, and all of a sudden uh, made the switch in her mind when she fully understood that it was just a decision she had to make. All the resources were there. In uh, the very next month, she generated $25,000 in a month. Because we do not fully realize how much we are resourced within ourselves. So dreams can be birthed during the, daily, during the daily grind. As a matter of fact, most dreams often are produced out of the daily grind. When we decide when enough's enough, when that one switch, when we put our foot down, this is it, then the whole world changes. Because when we change the way we look at things, all of a sudden the things we look at totally change. That's my line. And out of our brokenness, we can be made whole and bring healing to others. So we can always be a blessing to others, even in our own brokenness. 
someone who is less fortunate than us. I talked about that, having that attitude of gratitude, because there's so many times that we uh, are feeling down on ourselves. But if we begin to take inventory of everything that we're thankful for, then we begin to put things in perspective and understand that they may not be as bad as we think they are. It may feel that way only because we're caught up in the moment. But when we reach out above in our spirit and we look at the bigger scheme of things, we realize that what we are doing and the challenges we have is called life. Without those, there would be no life. Those challenges give us the life that we have. That's critical. He says here, you must understand the difference between a fact of life and a problem. Listen to this closely. A fact of life is something you cannot control or fix. A problem is something you can fix. Big difference. That's what I had on here. A fact of life is something you cannot control or fix. But a problem is something that you can fix. When you take and reflect on it and internalize that and then begin to think about the things that you think are challenging for you and then when you start to really break it down, is it an actual fact or is it just me thinking or is it my thoughts that are causing it to be a fact when in fact it's really a problem and I just need to be able to get over it. <laughs> he said, mostly people, uh, strong people don't waste time, waste their energy when they're stuck in bad traffic or if they lose their luggage or get caught in a storm. They recognize that all these factors are beyond their control. Instead, they focus on what they can control. My wife's good at this, too. Um, John Maxwell tells a story, which I'm going to uh, relate to you in a minute. Uh, it happened with him and his father. And uh, I know... Uh, my wife picked this up a lot too and I do it a lot myself listen to this he said when I turned 16 my father tried to impress this upon me as we got into the car for me to go take my driver's test dad put a book in the glove compartment and said listen closely son there are times when you are driving that a train will cause you to stop and wait when that happens, pull out this book and read it. Don't let what you can't control waste your time. From that time on, I've always tried to carry a book or other resource with me that I could use to help me grow any time I was forced to wait. And I've taken responsibility for the things I can control. Now, this is, a, this is critical because these are the things. These are the essence of life. These are the things that no one can take from you, that you control 100% of the time. The, the challenge is we give up control a lot of times to other people when we need to maintain control of these things ourselves. Number one is attitude. Only I will determine how I think or feel. Only I can do that in any situation. You can choose to allow others to affect it, but you in the ultimate, ultimately make the decision. My time, only I will determine how I spend my time and whom I spend my time with. 
you know, you can control that. A lot of times we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We want to be nice. But in the future, we can we can create circumstances and, and do certain things and learn different skills to um, be able to control our environment more uh, when, with other people, and particularly with our time. My priorities. Only I will determine what is important in my life and how much time I will give these decisions. Very critical. My wife always says this. People do what they want to do when they want to do it. So whenever someone says they don't have time, what they're really saying is, that is not a priority for me. Because if it was a priority, there would be time that they would take to get it done. This, talking with you, is a major priority. Why? Because I take it seriously that I, I, I finally get to share my message. There are thousands of people that want to hear it. So I don't take it lightly. And, and, and I'm consistent about it because I don't want to leave you without something to, to grow with daily. Because that was one of my dreams, to be able to, to reach out to people and touch them. With the thoughts that go through my mind all the time, but I never share with others. And this media, this uh, this platform allows me to share those thoughts that go through my mind all the time to help you to become better yourself. And then, and there are priority, there are uh, thoughts that you have. And now, passion power is the name of my site, and that's the next one. My passion is something we can control. What we're passionate about. Only I will identify what I love. And what I was created to do. Only you and your maker know what you love and what you were created to do. Now's the time to start doing it. There's no better time than the present. They say uh, the best time to start something is in the past. And the second best time to start something is now. (laughs) So get get it started. No matter how, you know... When you, you're creating a new idea, they said birthing a new idea. They use the word birthing. Because birth, if you think about it, if you ever saw a baby born, hopefully not. Or maybe some of you have had wise and you've been in there. It's messy. There's blood all over and there's water. There's screaming. It seems a little chaotic. It's messy. Well, same thing when birthing your desire and your abilities to actually do what you were born to do, it'll be messy. It may not be perfect. But keep your eye on the goal, the purpose, the objective. It's to help other people grow. Uh, Brennan Bashad talked about that when he began. How did he, he, he didn't have any skills with being in front of a camera. But what, what kept him doing it time and time again was those messages in his mind, things he would tell himself. You know, people need this message, and it's important that I get it to them. It doesn't have to be pretty, but I need to give the message. And he consistently did it over and over. And, you know, with time and consistency, he got better. And you ask him, he'll tell you that it was through the consistency that was the key that helped him grow to where he is today, number one high-performance coach in the world. 
How did he do it? Because he consistently believed and understood the importance of getting that message out. And whether he thought he did it nice or not didn't matter. The fact that he did it was more important than how it came out. Whether it was pretty or not. Of course, with time, we get better. And then, my potential. Only I will determine where I commit myself to grow. No one can tell you where to grow except for you. That's your decision. You decide what you need to grow. And then go after it uh, with intention. Intentionally go after it. Put your all into it. You'll love it so much more because it was your ideas, what you wanted. So many times we're, we're subjected to, or we subject ourselves. I'm not going to say we're subjected. We subject ourselves to others. And we allow others to limit what we can do. But the reality is only we can limit ourselves. The challenges, the challenges, what happens is we begin to limit ourselves and then we develop a network of people around us that kind of um, uh, promote our exception of substandard uh, performance of ourselves and allow ourselves knowing deep down that we deserve more and that we should do more and that God gave us more that we need to give, but yet we settle for less than we really can do. And later in life, as I can tell you, if you ever talk to any older people, you end up regretting the fact that you didn't do all that you could when you had the opportunity. But it's never too late. And you still can. Yeah, Maxwell's right, 75. and uh, He's not thinking of retiring. Uh, because this is his life. If it's your passion, you don't retire. You give and you give. Until you can't give no more. Well, until your heart starts beating. And you can't give anymore. You move on to another life. And then my calling. Man, my passion, my calling... Only I will answer to God Almighty for my purpose. So there you have it. It's your purpose. Mostly strong people do not let other people uh, do not <laughs> spend their energy on things they cannot control. Everything here is what you control. The question is, are you going to control it or let others control it for you? That list again, your attitude, only you can control your time, only you can control your priorities, your passion. Passion power is the name of my page. Living your passion, impacting lives is my group. Can you imagine being around people that are living or moving towards, working on that firm field of possibility of living and working within their passion? And to be among people like that, conversing and interacting daily in a Facebook group, even doing Zoom calls and messaging, someone who's on your side and not against you as you begin to pursue your goals, your dreams, your passions, your priorities, and your calling. No one can control that. The problem is, the problem is a lot of us give it up to other people. 
But here's a chance to, to finally come out and be you. Because deep down, that's all you want. I've been there. I've been there. I, I, that I can recall sitting in front of the TV and, and that, that feeling of, of that comfort zone of not feeling fulfilled, wasting time, be, having the energy sucked out of you knowing that you are meant to do more, but yet you sit there having the energy sucked out of you watching reruns on TV and advertisements over and over and over again. Why? Because we don't want to, we don't want to face reality, face life. We want to sit on the sideline and not get in the arena. But, but let me tell you, it, it, it drives you crazy after a while. That sense of unfulfillment, knowing that you are meant to do more, that you have the potential to do more, and not do it, and then occasionally thinking of the future. You know, when I'm 65 and looking back and thinking what you could have done. But see, it's not too late right now. You you see, because the mind and the spirit can go into the future. And you can see those images and not like them because you can only feel in the present. But then you can make a decision in the present now to change those images. Just like I talked about that movie, um, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where the guy talked about, you know, this is uh, a chapter in your life, but you can, but you, you can write the last chapter. You can tell how the story ends. You can do that. No one else can. You can change the end of that book. You know, you look ahead and you see yourself looking back, wishing. No, it doesn't have to be that way. You can be looking back, thanking and, and sending out notes uh, to people that you were able to influence and to, to read the notes back on how, if it weren't for you coming into their life and touching them when you did, the, the word, the expression, the smile, the touch of the back, the pat, that made the difference in their life. And when you know that, just like when I, uh, that, that experience I have for the rest of my life, when I had the child with autism who um, we allowed to score and then scored several other times, who I wouldn't let his mother take him off my team because she didn't think it was worth, it was good for him. And I said, don't you dare do that. This is the best thing for him. And someday, his name is Wyatt. Someday I'll look him up. And see how he's doing. Because I can I can tell you, it built his confidence to such a high level that I mean it was a it was it was a tear jerking experience, that's all I can say. I, I felt so blessed to have the opportunity to be able to influence and, and influence a child's life so deeply and so profoundly. Um that, you know, I just want to do that all the time. That's why I'm here with you now. If I could influence your life on a profound level and you change and become all that you can, be the best you you can be by living into what you were given to do, 
God gave you, you know what that is. You've lived long enough. You've heard enough people tell you, man, the way you do that was perfect. It really touched me. Or, you know, that was excellent. The way you were able to take my idea from my mind and, and create it using your, whatever your ability is. That, because that's why we're here, to serve others in a great way. And why we waste our time not doing that, I don't know why. Probably because the culture tries to, well, even this pandemic, tries to stir the, the uh, feelings, uh, emotions of fear instead of hope and possibility. That's what we need to, that's what we, that's what we should be preaching, the possibility, the hopes of the future. The answers, we'll find the answers. We will live one. We will get better. And we will recover stronger because we've taken this time instead of wasting it. We've invested it in ourselves and we've reflected and become stronger and more confident in our abilities because we didn't waste the time, just like it says here. Emotionally strong people do not waste their energy on things they can't control. You can't control the, the pandemic, but you can control your time. That's exactly what's here. You can control what you do with your time, what you do with your priorities, what you do with your attitude, your potential, your calling, passion power. The power of your passion to reach millions and millions of lives. Not just thousands, millions of lives. And you don't know how great you really are until you begin to live into that. <laughs> I was talking, you know, you think about in high school and some of the things. I've been blessed with a lot of things. And me and my wife were just talking about who would have thought you would have um, had the type of car that she has now when she was in high school. You would have laughed when we talked about it. Something like that. Or even to have a house. <laughs> or some of the other things that have happened in our lives. If you look back at high school, you would have never thought that things like that would happen to you. But when you applied yourself, but what if you intentionally applied yourself into what you're passionate about. The outcomes are, are, are so tremendous because it's biblical. He said, trust me in this. Give and see if I don't open up the windows and pour such a blessing so great that you can't receive it all. You see, it's biblical. And, and when he talks about the giving, it's not only from a financial standpoint. It's our time. It's our talent. It's all of us. And the gifts are insurmountable when God sees it. Because you're doing what he brought you here for. You, you, the universe. You're becoming part of it. We're all part. We're interdependent. And when we are in harmony with that, there's no telling the results that we'll get. And the effect and impact we'll have on other people. You've got to lock that in. Understand the tremendous abilities within you and how that can affect hundreds and thousands of other people. You know, I'm talking to you here. There are other people that need you to tell your story because my story won't 
resonate with them, but your story will. And it is with each and every one of you. You all have a story. The abundant life says that we all have something to give, and it's going to affect and impact millions of people. So there's no need to, to bat, bite, and fight, because the, the world of abundance is what God talks about. Look at the abundance in this world that he gave us. You see a rainbow, or you see the vastness of the oceans, or the vastness of the sky, or the many stars in the sky at night. Such a powerful thing. So don't waste your time on things you cannot control. Invest your time in the things you can control. Um, that, that example there, I just wanted to get back and say, my wife does that all the time. She always carries a book with her, particularly when we're on vacation. You know, you, you go to these different rides or uh, different tour trips, and what happens? You get in line, you, you click your ticket, and you stand around for 15, 20 minutes. Why not invest that time in reading something or listening to a book? Whatever it is, don't waste it. Because time is the commodity in life. You can make more money, you can't make more time. Once your time is up, it's up. So how you use it is very important. All right, I can go on and on. I, I get so excited about this because I want so much for you. Uh, don't forget to take advantage of it. I, I keep putting some different different offers in there um, and things to help you to grow. Um, so take advantage of it. It's not costing you anything. I take it back. It's not costing you financially. It may cost you a little bit of time, but you choose the time, and it's your priority. It's your priorities that it fits into. Of course, if, if none of it does, then, then then carry on. But I'm giving you the best that I've got. So take it and use it. That's all I can say. Thank you. Don't forget the group. Join the group. Be around people like yourself that can lift you up. Rising tide lifts all ships. One sword shoppers another. It says one sword shoppers another. So does one man shopping another man. And one woman shopping another woman. One man in woman shopping each other. So why not be in an environment that you can do that? Live your passion, impacting lives. Powerful movement. Cost you anything. Ask a few questions. Uh, I've got a great welcome sequence. You're going to enjoy some of the little activities at the beginning when you join. I appreciate you. Again, share with your friends. Uh, we're continuing to grow, and I love it. And, 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 it, and mainly, I love you. Being part, just a little part of your life, because we're all human. We all have the same desires and the same, um, or we have the same, we're, we're made the same, put it that way. We're different, but we're made the same. So I know what you feel. I feel what you feel. And, I, and I, I have conditions like you have conditions. We all have problems. We all have challenges. But when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Really. And hopefully if I can help you shape that thought process and understand it a little bit better, you'll be able to find the resources within yourself and totally revolutionize your life. 
Thank you and have a good evening.